<laughs> We're going to podcast. It takes two, baby. <laughs> it takes two. Because it took two takes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Give it to me, mommy. I love Kevin Bacon's big dong. I just shipped my bed. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Dummies podcast, the only podcast that uh, is minus an AA run today. I am huh? Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. Ah, oh, man. Actually, I suppose every podcast is missing AA run today, but... I didn't know how to say it any other way. A-A-Ron! We miss you, buddy. Oh, wait. We do. Wait, hold on. A-A-Ron has uh, sent us a, a voicemail. Would you like to listen to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's yeah. see what he's been up to. 59 seconds long. Here we go. Hello, everyone. I have just learned, this is my second round on here, that your voice message can only be one minute long, so I <laughs> shall keep this as short as humanly possible. I downloaded Disney Plus during the wonderful winter storm that Disney created for Northern Michigan, and it was just fan-freaking-tastic, and got to watch a lot of shows with the kids, uh, Tangled, the Tangled series, Disney movies, you name it, but uh, my number one thing that I got to watch this week was The Mandalorian. I freaking loved it. It was absolutely fantastic. It was reminiscent of uh, Star Wars 4 and 5 quite a bit better than seven and eight but still love all of the movies but the one thing i wanted to pass on is joe i got to watch avatar it was unbelievable i would rate it uh i'm gonna say a 6.5 out of 10 after time but uh absolutely loved it and hope all of you guys have a wonderful um Got cut off. I mean, I wouldn't go and say a movie's unbelievable and rated a 6.5, but A.A. Ron, you yeah, do you better. I'm right there with you. I'm like, I like it's to rate unbelievable my... and then 6.5. I like to rate everything like the uh, what's-her-face lady, the Christmas lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. I get a 7. Christmas dash reviewer. You know, yeah. this one wasn't so bad, too. Right? <laughs> We're all over the map, lady. You definitely had a lot of good qualities. I'll give it a one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is a steaming pile of horse shit. Seven. <laughs> okay, so uh, a couple things there. People are all over the Mandalorian's dick this week, for sure. Um, we watched it. Yeah, I watched it. It was good. It. I liked it. They're calling it an invention I... of a new subgenre. What? What that mean? Yeah. Now they're because it's because the it's sub-genre? well, it's very much like a western. So they're calling it spaghetti sci-fi. What? No. Uh, okay. Firefly mm. already did this. All right. No, they didn't do spaghetti western. They did. It was more like it a was western. Like western. Why yeah. is it spaghetti? Sergio Leone westerns because he's an Italian. They were made very cheaply. Oh. Uh, I didn't think it was made very cheaply, though. What's it? Spaghetti Mandal- Westerns no, were. Spaghetti yeah. Westerns were, yeah. I mean, I mean let's, let's get I didn't watch ambiguity. The Mandalorian. You, you, words, you use words that me don't understand. <laughs> okay, let's see. Spaghetti <laughs> Western, a movie about the American Old West made cheaply in Europe. 
typically by an Italian producer and director. So they always had that feel to it. You know, Sergio Leone was probably the most famous of the directors. Clint Eastwood was in a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And this is the Dirty Harrys were... Those aren't westerns. Yeah. <laughs> well, never mind them. He's a cop in San Francisco. He's oh, dirty. I've never watched him. <laughs> but you're, you're thinking of the right guy. That's the right guy. He's yeah. uh, That's the right guy. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Make my sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't know why I did the cat call, but whatever. Yeah, so it, they're saying it created that subgenre. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with it. It was very Western-based. Um, it's odd that they have such a, a very famous dude. Dude? Um, be the Mandalorian, and you're never going to see his face. Yeah. I, he has a nice voice. Right. Are you never going to see his face? I don't think so. I have spoken. Is it true they never take... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, who knew we would see Nick Nolte as uh I don't not. think Nick Nolte was anywhere near that set. And oh my gosh. <laughs> Wasn't that his face though? It looked like his face. It was it was his voice for sure, but I'm pretty sure that was another dude. Maybe out. I'm insulting Nick Nolte by comparing him to a no. It, it was for sure his voice. <laughs> to me the best yeah. part was the baby well, what do you call Yodas? Uh, they have a race. Species are they Hold called? On. They're, I don't think they've ever named the race, though, have they? Yeah. They have? Oh. It was in my book huh. of Star Wars when I was a young lad. <laughs> young lad. As far as I knew, they hadn't ever named the race, though. Oh, hold on There's a second. There's a baby Yoda, now but it's not Yoda. species unknown. I swear it had a name. Yoda's race and homeworld have not been named in any official media, canonically or otherwise, and he is merely said to be of a species unknown by the Star Wars databank. They've had others like him in Star Wars. In other things, uh, Media, yeah. And uh, as far as I uh, remember, they're all Force users, so maybe that's part of it. Maybe they're born from the Force. So deep. There was no father. I can't explain. Uh, either way, the little baby uh, green dude is cute. It is. He's so, so cute. Adorable. Disney Plus is a little bit of a wash, though. What do you mean? I've been oh, watching I'm it all. I'm digging it hard. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's like Christmas with there, a new toy. You just there keep... will be lots of content. There's just not a ton of content right now. See, I like that I, it has the content I want, though. Right. I I love the content that's there. I, I, I mean, aside from all the big things, you know, I mean, I've been binging Marvel movies all week. and But it also has, like, all the old original Disney Channel movies from, like, when I was a preteen. Sure, but what, I guess what I mean happy. is new content. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Right. I agree with you on that one, but like anything even new or not on Netflix, I probably only watch like 5% of whatever they have. Uh, Whereas Disney Plus, I'll probably watch, you know, 50 or have the potential to watch 50% of what they have now, anyway. Mm. It's definitely a wide open world for them since they're canceling every single thing that's not under the Disney Plus banner. And that's probably where it's going to end up as far as TV goes. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well. I it's definitely well worth the seven dollars, although my phone 
company is giving it to me for free. Yep. Well, fan my bra. I got in on the deal the three years for whatever it was, 90 bucks. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was a thing until after that the it was off the table. Mm. Isn't that why Aaron went to Disney? Because of Disney Plus or something? Yes, that's why he went to Disney. Didn't he say he got <laughs> some deal? Up, okay, he got it mind. because he has a Disney credit I was cre- listening to Aaron, but card. no one else was. He's a member of Club Disney or he has a Disney credit card or something. Oh. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, it's super interesting. Um, it's worth a watch since it's a series. Yeah, The Mandalorian's dope. Uh, only two episodes are out right now. Mm-hmm. They're about, what, 40 minutes long? 33. It's a very Dave Filoni. Whatever that means. Uh, he created Clone Wars, Rebels, and uh, the new one that's out. So it's very, it's very 30-minute type of deal. He, he's got his structure. It's it's all about his structure and the way he he made Clone Wars and the way he made Rebels, and uh, it just it follows his little formula. It's good. Okay. It's just live action this time instead of computer animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I spoken. John Favreau is a genius. I think you can actually go and watch yep. the Chef Show, and uh, mm-hmm. they're they're talking about either they they talk about how they worked together on something, or they were going to. Because he has Dave Filoni, they go to Skywalker Ranch and they're cooking for everybody there. Season two, mm. and he has—he's actually uh, has Dave Filoni help him in the kitchen. So, mm-hmm. and I've been recommending Chef on Netflix for a while now. The Chef Show. Yep. With Favreau. It's pretty neat. I have to go back and rewatch that episode now because they obviously are in cahoots with this Mandalorian deal. Are they? Yeah. They are. Favreau was creator and writer for some of it, and Filoni directed the mm-hmm. first episode, I believe. Let me look. He he directed two. Bryce Dallas Howard directs one. Taika Waititi directs one. Oh, he also stars as the My droid. owner is just getting bigger and bigger. Crazy. Oh. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, seeing IG eighty or IG eleven, not IG eighty eight, was pretty neat. If that's how IG-88 works, no wonder he's such a legendary bounty hunter. I don't know what any of that means that you're saying. He's like a stick robot. Anyways. A stick (laughs) bounty hunter robot. Oh, man. They Mm. got lots of cool people in here. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Right. Anyways, uh, what else is going on, guys? Who watched something Um, good? Well, on my Disney Plus... Uh, adventures. I watched the live action Lady and the Tramp. Hmm. So, huh. That exists. That exists. So yeah. you watched it? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Chloe wanted to watch it. So do we the animals it. emote? Like, do they smile and stuff? No. Or is it, is it all completely no. live action? It's, I mean, the animals are computer generated, but they don't. Sure. But they, they don't. They don't bend the rules they, as far as what they do. No. So it. I mean, they talk, but. Does it make you feel like there's actually no emotion going on? Um, I. I mean, they do a lot with, um, the the score, to generate that emotion. Hmm. So it's not like it's emotionless. Gotcha. But the emotion is now is no longer coming from the animals. 
I mean, my overall thought is that it's fine. And if the cartoon version didn't exist, I would probably like it quite a bit. But it's so unnecessary. I found Lion Mm -hmm. King difficult to watch because the the faces weren't emoting. So it was like just watching like a, a blank face, like just talk and say the words. The words were very emotional, but it didn't match the face, so it was like it's off putting. Those weird. types of those types of movies are are or those stories are better told through animation. Mm-hmm. And I wish Disney would stop doing this. Yep. I'm done. Magical. I'm out. <clears throat> so don't recommend it. I mean, I guess if you've never seen the no, yeah, no. Just watch the cartoon one. That's on Disney Plus too. Okay. So. Shane, you got anything good? I watched on Disney Plus. Um, oh, you watched Disney. the Christmas movie. I did. I watched a Christmas movie called Noel, starring Anna Kendrick. It also has. Hmm. Um, hold on, it has someone else. Yeah. Um, uh, what's your face? Who? Famous person number two, Shirley MacLaine. I'm talking about the guy. Oh, there's a dude in it. Tell me yeah, more. It's a famous... Oh, Bill Hader. Yes, thank you, Mr. Nick Hader. Nick Kringle? There's a lot of people in this movie, but um, it's a cute take kind of, if you know the story Elf, it's a cute take kind of on that where she knows nothing. She's the daughter of Santa. Um, he's the son of Santa, and it gets passed down that he becomes Santa Claus when Santa dies. But he decides he doesn't want to be. He has no qualities. So she recommends that he goes on vacation. Okay. And he never comes back. So she, never being anywhere but the North Pole, goes to Phoenix and is just baffled by the world, kind of like Elf, you know, and finds her brother. And it turns out to be a cute story. I don't want to spoil it. So to me, it's a similar storyline to Elf. Um, just a cuter, different take on it because it's a girl this time instead of a guy elf. Freaking Michael Gross is in it. That's all I needed to hear. Uh, it's a it's a watch for this season. I definitely think it's a holiday movie that oh, will get highly watched hold for this Christmas. Fucking pants. Let's see if Christmas <laughs> Revere has it. <laughs> <laughs> He's too excited about this. Sorry, I just I'm scrolling through IMDb and I'm like, this person said this movie sucks dicks, and I'm like, oh, Christmas reviewer, where are you? Keep going. After watching the movie and Anna Kendrick wearing these crazy like uh, candy cane leggings with like these boots and these sweater, were those like, boots made for walking? The sweater skirt and the weird vest. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is gonna come back, isn't it? Like people are gonna start wearing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was cute. I knew it was going to come out, and I was excited to watch it. So, me and Lucy sat down and watched it. It was a quick watch, but it was a good watch. Like I said, I'd probably watch it again. It would probably be added to a Christmas watch list. It's like Elf, and I enjoy Elf. It's freaking hilarious. Elf is pretty great. Yeah. Another John Favreau favorite, for sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, Christmas Reviewer has not got her greasy little paws all over this one yet. So, Damn it. Mr. I, Bickle the Pickle says, probably would have been a Disney Channel movie, 5 out of 10. <laughs> huh. The fuck? 
Don't I mean, matter. considering the fact that it's on Disney Plus, sounds like it is a Disney Channel movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, this person, I am Kaiser Sose. He's not supposed <laughs> to tell. Dipshit. Uh, basically says Bill Hader is the only person who's good in there. Hmm. Who cares? Um, I'm really here for one reason today. Okay. Matt, how is it? Uh, I have a recommendation for you. It's a television show. No, no, not the not the one I want to hear. It is. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. I want to hear the television. So show. Matt Screw has Joe. bought. He pre-ordered Screw and Joe. has been playing a game called Matt Jedi Fallen Order. And wait, 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 are you wait, wait, able wait, wait, to play correctly when all the blood is left your brain and is in your dick the whole time? Mm, wow. No, I kept dying because of it. Um, wow. The graphics from the beginning like blew my balls off. Um, when the there's like the the opening sequence shows like this giant ship flying overhead, this like scrapyard mm-hmm. for like for like spaceships, and it's spaceships, really spaceships. close to like a Star Wars movie. Um, the preview looks like it. So yeah, the graphics uh, made my eyes bleed. Uh, the gameplay is extremely fun. Uh, the storyline <laughs> good t- until you get to the, the the very end. I was a little disappointed just because I won't spoil it. But there's something that happens that like okay, that's the end of the game. But shit, I wanted this to happen. It's a little disappointing, but that might just be me, I guess. Okay. How many hours of gameplay is it? Uh, I think it's like seventeen. That's not bad. Seventeen or seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. So I went online, and I, I don't know what's up with critics these days, but like I couldn't get the game to work because uh, it you have to have Origin installed to play it, which is fine because I have Origin installed. But I bought it through Steam, so when I bought it through Steam, like it didn't work properly at first, but it was a pretty easy fix. Okay. Uh, but while I was waiting for like the fix to happen, I went online to. Like just you know, read up on stuff, and I was reading reviews, and one some stupid site was like, "Ah, oh, it's only twelve hours of gameplay for for sixty bucks, and the last nine hours are disappointing because I don't like the storyline, and they didn't pay me enough to give it a good reviews." And I can't stand critics these days. Seventeen hours is quite a bit, seeing that I think the last Halo 18. game only gave you about five. Yeah, yeah, it's eighteen hours apparently. Okay, that'd be worth that'd be worth picking up for me. Sixty bucks is a lot of money. Yeah, but it's really fun. Uh, I played eighteen hours. There's still a lot of stuff I can unlock if I want to go back and like replay it or whatever. Awesome. Well, if you're unaware of it, go check out some uh, trailers for Jedi: Colon Fallen Order because it looked dope. It's like uh, Uncharted jizzed out some Star Wars material. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, say it's like uh, a mix between Star Wars, Uncharted, and uh, Prince of Persia. That a wall. There was a yeah. There was a actually part in the beginning that like I don't want to say it's a ripoff. Maybe it's just like a nod to uh, Uncharted because it's like the same exact level. And when you fall off part of this like platform thing, he goes no 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 like. Uh, drink, drink awesome. those in Uncharted. <laughs> That's great. Sorry. 
Well, they were definitely inspired. That's Maybe there's sure. neither here nor there. So, right. All right. Um, yeah, I'm fighting the urge to check that out like immediately. So, uh, me and Shannon watched a movie. Well, I, wa- I watched the beginning 20 minutes, fell asleep for 20 minutes, then I watched the rest. She watched the middle, the <laughs> middle, and then missed the end. So, together, we can probably give you a review <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> Uh, uh it's that? called it's called Gemini Man. Oh man. Mm. It's not good. It's Looper, right? It's just no, Looper. No. No. Looper was good. Um this is more about like it's it's okay. What it is supposed to be from what I gather is Ang Lee is writing or making this movie about a guy who basically becomes his own father. The fuck? Because he has so many daddy issues from not having a father. And they don't... I don't know what I missed when I was asleep, Shannon. But they don't really... They they touch on it and then they let it... They don't ever come back to it. Like his dad was really hard on him. And then he says, like, my dad took off when I was five. And then that was, that's it. They don't mention it again, so I don't know what you're talking about. And so it's like, because he's like letting him, he pushed him underwater. Did you see that part? Yeah, when he was training. But that's in like the first 20 minutes of the movie. And they don't ever come back to it. It's, they don't ever explicitly say that's what's going on in this Mm -hmm. guy's psyche. Um, It's creepy. So the way they made the movie is extremely impressive. They shot in 120 frames per second, which if you don't know, a normal movie is, is filmed at 24 frames per second. Okay. So that is, what, six times? Teach me. As many frames, <laughs> which allowed for a lot of fast movement. The only problem with that is human beings don't move that fast. Right. So I imagine that would be very disconcerting to watch. That's it's like watching a video game. The other thing that they did, which is impressive, is... Most of the time, it's young Will Smith. It's a completely 100% CG character. See, that was that was my thought mm. when I first saw the trailer was, this is just an excuse to show off their de-aging CGI software stuff that they have. It's not like what they did in the Marvel movies where they de-aged. No, that's not what they're doing. He's um. 100% CG. It's oh, creepy. I hate that even his, more. his clothes, everything. Yeah, I hate that even more. And f- most of the time, it's super impressive. It's yeah, I would never have known if you didn't tell me. You know how in like Rogue One and other movies where they've tried to make a completely CG human face, and you're like, that's not real. Yeah, you can't tell. Hmm. It's amazing. But I overall, mean... the story didn't make sense. The story like... sucked. It kept, you kept going, it was like you're taking two steps forward and then four steps back. A step forward, a step back, and then, oh, five forward, and then two back. I was like, what the hell am I, like, I was confused just watching it. Yeah, and it was boring as hell. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't recommend you watch Gemini Man. I enjoy Will Smith in a good action movie, for sure. When's the last really good movie Will Smith made? I Robot. 
Mm. <laughs> I love iRobot, don't you dare. I like Independence It's still Day. not really good, though. It, it's got the two dicks in it. There's... I love iRobot. Give it okay? to me. But... Is it really good? I I I don't. Is I there like any, it. Is, is it really bad? I mean, yeah, there's there's that, some story problems and stuff. What story problems? What do you mean story problems? You know, it's just. It, <clears throat> okay, Joe, you have your opinion, Matt. What's your favorite Will Smith movie? No, it's not what I said. Action. So no, what's the last time We're Will Smith's in a Joe. good movie? I thought I Robot was good. Oh, huh. I don't know if it's that that's the last one. I'd have to look, but it sounds like it is. Yeah, I don't think he's been in any movies lately. Joe's looking it up as we speak. Angel, did you watch anything else? Um, I mean, I watched all the Captain Americas because somehow I've neglected to watch those recently. Mm. And I watched. Was concussion any good? Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Didn't see it. Uh, I thought seven pounds was good. I don't know. That was after I Legend. Damn. Keep talking, Angela. We'll just over talk them. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) I think that's it. I think that's. I mean, I watched, you know, my normal stuff, The Rookie. I watched Single Parents. and Oh, I started re-watching Scrubs at bedtime. Ooh. I love Scrubs. I watched a television show. Ooh, yeah. what'd you watch? That uh, I highly recommend. It's called Atypical. Interesting. What's it about? It's really good. It's about this family. The oldest son is autistic uh, on the spectrum, and the family has to like completely change their lives to deal with it. Uh, all the characters are just phenomenal. Um, they're well acted. They have a lot of the like non-family members that are really important to the story and really good acting. And uh, I like them. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's really emotional, like surprisingly emotional, because a lot of it is really hilarious. But then they have situations that the characters get into, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And it's it's kind of heart wrenching a lot of the time. But I ha- I would highly recommend. Uh, I would high re- highly recommend it. Okay. Awesome. What was it called again? Atypical. Atypical. Where'd you watch it at? Netflix. Thanks. Are you lost looking at something? No? Okay. Sounds good. So glad you responded there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, Lucy and I... Lucy and I also watched... I don't know how. uh, We watched the remake of Cinderella. Hmm. You know, the live action... One. It must have been one of the first ones that came out. No, I didn't know that was a thing. That's a thing. Who was in it? Uh, I t- hold on, hold on. I know the bodyguard dude's in it. 2015. Kevin Costner. What? Oh, Richard Madden. Richard Richard Madden. Oh. 
Are you looking at it right now, Joe? Ah. I can't see that far. The let's see. Who is the girl in it? Lily James. Lily James. Richard Madden, Kate Blanchett. Uh Helen Kate Blanchett. Helena Bonham Carter's in it. She's a fairy godmother. To me that was the most surprising role of the whole movie. Because that does seem wildly miscast. She always to me seems like an evil, weird, kooky kind of person. And I love the character she plays typically. But this was someone like uh, she wasn't, she was just odd. She was an odd fairy godmother that wanted the best for Cinderella. And she was beautiful too, like all in white. It was strange to kind of see her that way. Well, she's not normally like that. She's normally the Bellatrix Lestrange and the Madame Thenardier's of the world. Yep. So, you know, overall, of all the live action Disney movies that are out there, this one wasn't that bad. But I don't think it compares to my favorite Cinderella story ever after. That one's kind of cute. Oh, you know, I love it. The best. This one's not that bad. This one actually, there's a few parts you're like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like I was waiting for more realistic things, not magic. Because you know it's not magical. Kind of like in Ever After. There's no magic. No. Except the magic of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what are you pointing at? It's directed by Kenneth Branagh. Okay, what does that mean? This guy here. Kenneth. Branagh. Directed Thor. Okay, the guy that directed Thor directed Cinderella. He's also the mm. Harry Potter who can't actually do anything but is good with memory terms. What? That guy? Yeah. Oh my Wilderoy gosh. Lockhart. Oh my gosh, no way. Yes. I didn't know he directed movies. Yes. Wow. So yeah. So we ended up watching that and that was I don't know, Lucy found it and we were watching it and I was like, Wow, I can't believe I've never seen this. It's a short movie, it's only hundred and five minutes. I don't know. Personally it's one of my so far the only live action Disney movie I like. So well, Cinderella is an interesting case because it's not strictly Disney. You know, it's it's been done in so many permutations that, Ugh. you know. That's for sure. It's not like there's only one main animated version of it that we all look to. You know, there's so many Cinderella stories, including a Cinderella story with Haley Duff and or. Hillary Duff and One Tree Hill Kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like they can, as long as they do it well, you know, they can totally get away with a live action Cinderella. True. Hmm. Very, very true. I know I wanted to watch The New Crown. I never got to that this weekend. That will definitely be a binge next weekend. But I started season two with Lucas, Carmen Sandiego, and we're halfway through that season. So I'm enjoying that too. A good, I recommended season one, Carmen Sandiego. I definitely recommend you watch it. It's cute. But that's all I have. Joe, 
Do you have anything else? No. No, I'm good. Anybody else? Matt? Angela? Anything? Breaking That's news! All I got. Oh, you got news. Tell us the news. Uh, no, I just like doing the voice. Oh, you don't <laughs> have news? <laughs> Interesting. I have weird news. I don't think this is really breaking news. Can you hit the breaking news button? Thank you. Breaking news! Um, there was an article that came out that said adults who watched Sesame Street growing up are better adults. And how kids are, yeah, how kids are um, not progressing developmentally because they didn't have Sesame Street growing up. And they were saying, because at our, the age, because I, that was the only show I had growing up. You only had so many channels. There wasn't like cable or Netflix. You could Mm -hmm. only watch literally channel two, four, whatever nine whatever the channels were and you that's what was on was sesame street and they were saying because it was the only thing available through public television it shaped minds because they purposely geared it that way to be it was a educational experiment that they put it on the air because preschool wasn't available anymore because uh they cut education funding so they put sesame street on public tv to help parents who couldn't get or afford preschool so taught things like basics and kindness and social skills and all this stuff and i was like wow it was very interesting i guess they're coming up they're celebrating an anniversary this is why the article was put out there it was so. last week yeah apparently the first episode was in 1969 november 10th holy whoa <laughs> talk about forever ago interesting so, yeah, I was like, it yeah. is interesting, but I mean, there's still lots of other educational programming out now. I mean, if kids aren't at, you know, aren't as developmentally or aren't progressing as developmentally as they should, then, you know. And I agree with you. Perhaps their parents should put on some fucking freaking leapfrog instead of just letting them watch adults play with toys on YouTube. Right. Exactly. But I think that's kind of the the catch here because we didn't have a choice. There was no choice. It was go outside and play or Sesame Street. That's the only thing that yeah. was on TV. And it brings up interesting an interesting point because they kind of developed the method and it seemed like other people are now taking that method and going with it, making their own story. Just think like Little Einsteins. Like all those other yeah. shows afterwards, they modeled what Sesame Street did. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very important part of our youth. Any uh, other movie news? Breaking news. <clears throat> it uh, looks like Nicolas Cage is going to be in another studio movie. Really? That'll be fun. Yeah, he's going to be in a movie called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent where he plays himself and he is desperate to work with Quentin Tarantino. 
<laughs> what is happening? Are you lying? You're yeah. not lying? No. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of other insane stuff that goes on, too. It says here, the meta movie will follow Nick Cage with a frantic goal to be in Quentin Tarantino's next movie as he is faced with a mountain of debt and a troubled relationship with his teen daughter. Oh, and it gets better. <laughs> Apparently, the actor will talk to an egotistical 90s version of himself who tears him down for recent dumb movie choices. <laughs> what? I yeah. don't know. I don't understand what you're saying, but that's not it's nuts. It's nuts. I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be wacky cage and his wackiness, right? It's got to be. Uh yeah. Wow. I hope he says the word Italian. <laughs> mm. I mean, it looks like there's much more going on, too. Like, he gets recruited by the U.S. government to take down a Mexican presidential nominee. Or uh, of course he does. <laughs> some sort of drug cartel. I don't, I don't know. It, it looks crazy. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, anyways. Uh, Any other movie news out there? Yeah, they're um, IndieWire. Who? IndieWire.com. Okay. Posted an article naming the best top 50 shows of the decade. Ooh. 2010 to 2019. And it was a list I was very pleased with because number one is probably my number one. But not to spoil it. I want to know. What's your number one? Oh, we'll get there. Um, I'm number two. So, like, some notables, some huge notables are 49 True Detective. Ooh. I, th- I would think that Does should be. Does it say be, a certain... Uh, uh, just the series. And season oh. two is definitely... Somebody didn't like it because True Detective deserves to be higher on the list. Gotcha. For seasons one and three. That's too bad that one season ruined that show, you know. Uh, Justified is on there. It's hmm. a good show. Big Little Lies on HBO. One that. Uh, yep, I've seen it. We both like here. Um, anybody ever watch Archer? Yeah, it's funny. I like Ar- it quite a bit. Archer's forty-two on the list. It's really it's, good. It's an animated show where it's he's like a spy and he's an absolute dumbass. Oh, he's the worst. He he's dumb and he's. I mean, he's 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 hilarious. Did the Legion make it? <laughs> Legion? Did Legion make it? Oh, I don't know yet. I'm, he's uh, still scrolling through. Still perusing. How come I can't go to the next page? Continue huh. reading. There we go. It's like this. So we got one. Sharp Objects on HBO. I, oh, I enjoyed yeah. that show. Number thirty-eight. Did anyone else watch that? Show Sharp Objects. Yeah. That had a surprising ending. Oh wait, is that the Amy Adams one? Yes. I watched the first couple of oh, girl, seasons, or I watched the first season, I think, and then Delilah moved in and it got real, real. So I stopped. Gotcha. <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale, number thirty-four. Never watched it. I've heard it's amazing, but. I like this, but I haven't seen a lot of it. 
the Twin Peaks reboot is on here. That's shocking Shut because up. there's like a eight minute scene of a dude painting a ladder or something like that. <laughs> well, if you've seen the first TV show, yeah, it's series, it's par for the course. And everybody, like a lot of people, really like Twin Peaks. Why? Yeah, it has uh, a following, and I does. don't quite understand it. But even they didn't like the remake. Or the, yeah. the sequel series. Um, here's one I can get on board with. Number 29 is a show called Nathan For You on Comedy Central. It was between 2013 and 2017. And if you're unaware of what it is, please go watch it. I am unaware of what it is. Yeah. So this I guy named Nathan uh, Nathan Fielder, he uh, is doing like a Gordon Ramsay-esque type of thing where he's going to come help your business. Except mm-hmm. he makes it fucking weird. Like, <laughs> there was an ice cream store who needed more foot traffic, so he made them shit-flavored ice cream. Yeah. Oh. What the fuck? Yes. Fake Starbucks was him. Um, I mean, just watch a few episodes. It's amazing. All right. Just amazing. The awkwardness. And he's he plays, like, he plays a version of himself, but his, the version of himself is super lonely. So he lingers on things with these people like he's trying to make a connection with them that's just not there. He He's the butt of the joke, and it's amazing. Right. Just amazing. I oh. Number 25, Big Mouth. Oh, yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Here we go. Uh, the off. first one, two, three. Here we go. Masturbation, penis, menstruation, ejaculation, orgasm, idiosyncratic sexual fantasies. Oh my god. That's how the review for Big Mouth starts out. <clears throat> it ain't wrong. Oh sounds my about, god. Sounds about right to me. Oh, Barry on HBO, number 24, absolutely worth it. Is that a hater? Yes. If you haven't watched it yet, please do. Please do. Oh, number 23, American Crime Story. That's a good one. Oh, we're only at 20? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Andy Daly's show review. That, that show was really good. He would go review things, including like you know, just reviewing daily life. Um, so like somebody having a cup of coffee is going like, to review how they're drinking the cup of coffee? He reviews like eating too many pancakes and stuff. Uh, it's Please watch it. I love Andy Daly. He's one of my favorites from Comedy Bang Bang. He does so many characters, like so many, including Dalton Wilcox, Cowboy Poet Laureate of the West plagued by vampires but uh yeah he's just he plays like a version of himself um named forrest mcneil and he it's not it's not that many episodes it's like three seasons and it's only like five or six episodes a season or something like that but it's hmm. it's hilarious <gasps> i forgot about oh, here you this. go shannon the crown number 21 yep i enjoy it i like the little historical piece I found some movie news. Uh, Can we take a quick break? Nope. Key and Peele, number 17. That's worth it. The Good Place, number 16. Yep. Mm, Halt and Catch Fire. (laughs) It's Always Sunny. Bob's Burgers. Better Things. I don't know what that is. Okay, let's hear the top 10. You ready? Yes. The top 10 TV shows of this last decade. Number 10, Atlanta with Donald Glover. Hmm. Did not watch it. Me neither, but he has one of my favorite stories of all time. 
when he said he first joined Twitter, he his Twitter name was uh, at Don Glover, but then he was like getting oh, all these gay Don Glover. <laughs> he's getting all these gay tweets at him. He's like, this is weird, but then he realized what this thing said. So, number nine, Parks and Rec. I want to watch that. Uh, the first season sucks hard. Yeah. Like, okay. really hard. Yeah, I can't get through it. It sucks so it's hard. The, it's, I, I really don't like it. I have watched later episodes, like Treat Yourself and stuff like that. It's worth... If you can get through it, it's worth it. Um, mm. Chris Pratt alone <laughs> is worth it, because he's an absolute dumbass. <laughs> now, here's a show that I watched the first season of, I'm and it's amazing. That. This show is amazing, but I, I just haven't finished it yet. And since it's over, I'll probably finish it now. It's called The Americans. Oh, I remember you talking about it. It's with Carrie Russell, right? Yeah, yeah. Carrie Russell, and uh, it's amazing. Legit. Uh, I'll have to watch the whole thing one day. Okay, here uh, we go. Number seven is 30 Rock. I think most people liked 30 Rock. Yeah, wow. I never watched it. It's pretty good. Oh, now this show's amazing. Number six, Veep on HBO. Never watched it. It is you would actually really like it. I don't like Julia Louis Dreyfus. Uh you would like this version of her. <laughs> <laughs> she Yeah, you would like this version of her. She like the devil. Mm, she's like probably a lot like how she is in real life. She's just <laughs> but dumber. Because she's like a dumbass, because everybody in, in Washington's a dumbass, and then she like, right. she's completely inappropriate at all the wrong times. She, she keeps messing up at all the wrong times, and she like, yeah, it's very, very funny. Uh, especially when the president's, the president of like Finland or something, she goes to Finland, and the president is a woman, and her husband comes and just walks up and grabs her boob. What? That was a really, really funny episode. And she just goes like, what the fuck? It's, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. If she's not Elaine from Seinfeld. Okay. Definitely not. I mean, I've heard, I actually have heard really great things about it. Um, Ralph Garman inter- interviewed the uh, showrunner yeah. for his <sighs> podcast. And it sounds very interesting. I just, the supporting cast is also super duper amazing like everybody every single person on the show absolutely crushes from gary cole to uh tony hale the guy who plays jonah i don't remember his name but he is absolutely like just a piece of shit and you love it it's it's not like in a way that you don't want to see him on screen oh anna chelumsky's in it she's great my Matt, girl. Matt Walsh, Kevin Dunn, they're all so good in it. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention the the guy who the the main character of uh, Jedi Fallen Order is the same guy who plays Joker in Gotham. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, let's continue on. Number five is a show I never saw called Hannibal. Never watched it. Nope. I've heard it was really, really good. Number four, BoJack Horseman. What? I could never get into it. From what I understand, I understand it is, the appeal, but I just couldn't do it. BoJack Horseman is one of the the deepest looks into depression of any TV show, and that doesn't sound Ooh. very fun to me. 
So I'd no. never watch it. Paul F. Tompkins is on it, though, as Mr. Peanut Butter or something like that. Penis yeah. Butter? Penis Busters, yeah. He's Number a three. Dog. Number three is Breaking Bad. Uh, I watched the whole series all the way to the last ones and just gave up. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't watch the end. Right. It got it got hard to root for him. Uh-huh. Anybody else watch it? Nope. I'm sorry. What was it? Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately watched it after having already slogged through Weeds, which is basically the same story. Gotcha. Um, except instead of pot, it was meth and... Okay. Instead of a housewife, it's a science teacher. So, yeah. Who, who done it, it better? Uh, Breaking Bad did it better. I mean, it's it it's a very well made show. It's very well written. It's it's incredibly well acted. Um, Cranston is is unbelievable in in the show. I mean, but I my husband loves it watches it rewatches it pretty regularly um, oh wow yeah but i just i i'm with you i i i don't i can't root for him he's, he's he just in the beginning he's fine you know i understand the motivations behind getting into cooking meth but at some point it stops being about taking care of his family and it's just he now loves the power that being a drug kingpin is getting. Yeah, he's he's not like an anti-hero, like a Punisher or a Deadpool. He's the villain. Yes, he just turns into a garbage person that yeah. you can't. Well, uh, that you can't. Makes you for. wonder: Did he turn into that, or was he always there? Right. I am I mean, the danger. I, I am the yeah, one who knocks. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, maybe one day I'll finish it. It's just, I know how it ends, so whatever. It is what it is. Anyways, number two, uh, a show that I guess I'm going to have to watch at some point in time. It's called Fleabag. Never heard of it. It's a BB hmm. show, BBC show on Amazon. Um, huh. I've heard nothing but great things about it. Fleabag. What's that about? Uh, a show fixated on a hot priest. A hot priest. Hot priest. Is there anything more cruel in the world? (laughs) Than a hot priest because you can't have them? Or what? Is that what's going on here? Here we go. In the course of 12 episodes, creator and star Phoebe Waller-Bridge has done something revelatory. She's presented a human woman accurately. Fleabag is funny. She's fucked up. She's her own perpetual motion machine experiencing simultaneous best and worst case scenarios as she navigates life. It sounds good. I don't know. I'm not it's, sold. It won a ton of awards. And number two all time, you know, of the decade. That's pretty high praise. Who made this list? I don't know. IndieWire. Well, here's okay. why I like this list right here. Okay, what's number one? Number one is my number one. Oh. The Leftovers. Of course. Yeah, sorry. It's amazing. Legion is not on the list at all. I I don't like it. Legion is not on the list. It's not. Uh, this is this is my favorite one, for okay. sure. I highly recommend it. Let's see if it's on the honor roll. 
honorable mentions list. Legend of Korra is on here. Mad Men, Penny Dreadful. Nope, no. Legion is not even Mention. on the honorable well, mentions. Fuck that list. See, who made this list? IndieWire? these people? You know what I mean? Who are these people? Where is Rick or Morty in Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Where is Stranger Where's Things? Good point. Where is Stranger Things? Where's, like, Friends? Lost would have been the previous decade. Friends would have oh, been the previous gotcha. two decades. It's this decade. Yeah. I, I get it now. It's within this time period. Whatever. I have some movie news. Is it because Game of Thrones started? In the last decade? It, it was, I don't know. Who knows? So Ooh. that's the list. Uh, you know, what do you guys think about it? Let me know. Moviedummies at gmail.com. And for crying out loud, people, watch The Leftovers. People? I'm talking to you. I have movie news. I'll yep. keep saying it. I have movie Breaking news. Breaking news. SpongeBob SquarePants is doing another movie and say goodbye to David Hasselhoff and we say hello to Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen the memes where Keanu Reeves' <laughs> head is inside of a sagebrush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in the preview. I Part of me just wants to I see I didn't it. know where the hell that came from. <laughs> I just kept seeing him in the sagebrush and I'm like, well. That's cool. Um, then I watch the preview and I go, oh, okay, that makes more sense now. So the preview is out so you can kind of see what the SpongeBob movie is all about. Newer animations for sure. Um, I didn't quite gather the effects that the first movie had where it was half animated, half real. This one seems pure animated. Except for Keanu Reeves' face. Well, right. But... We don't go into the real world like it did in the other movie. So. Gotcha. And then, it's a tear of the Goofy Goober. <laughs> and then also this week, I don't. I'm sure we've all heard that Dwayne Johnson uh, is being cast as Black Adam, but That's the movie like sets years old. A release date. Oh. The release date for the film is December twenty second, twenty twenty one. After Avatar sequel, supposedly. People are predicting the Avatar sequels are going to have a difficult time. I would imagine so. Um, Terminator Dark Fate is spelling bad news. Because maybe people don't want to put up with James Cameron's bullshit. Yeah, stop doing this stuff. We don't want to see it. Maybe just make movies. I don't know. It's just me. Oh, you know, uh, sadly... Charlie's Angels bombed horribly at the box office. Sadly? You know, if, you, if you're if you into that sort of thing. I guess. You know, an all-woman superhero team only made eight million bucks. I would have been fine with uh, another Charlie's Angels, I suppose, if it didn't have uh, Blank Face McGee in it. Who? Yeah, it, it also looks like it's like resting all on her shoulders, too. Right, like that's that's the wrong choice. It was it was bad. Well, you know, forecasting. Will Smith is an amazing actor, and yet he <sighs> made Gemini Man. It just it is what it is. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in Suicide Squad. That's true. <clears throat> yeah, he's been you in, call that a film? <laughs> been in a bunch of nothing for the last decade. 
Bright. Mm. Bright was pretty good. It was alright, but it was... I don't know. I guess I didn't have a lot of expectations for it, but... For a Netflix movie, it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's that qualifier. Would I go to the theater and watch it? Probably not. No. I watched it on a plane, so that's... There you go. Snakes on a plane? <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Sorry. Oh, looks... Hold on a minute. Let's check this crown out. I like this lady who's playing the queen now. You didn't like the lady before. Claire Foy's great. But... What is wrong with uh, you? Uh, her name's... Uh, what's her name? Olivia Coleman, right? She was in Broadchurch. She's really good in it. So there is that. Oh, it looks like she's in Fleabag, too. Hmm. Weird. She's on Thomas and Tank Engine? Okay, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, we all need those educational shows. Yeah. Way to bring it uh, back, Joe. <sighs> she's on Broadchurch. I believe Broadchurch is still on Netflix. Go ahead and watch it. It's really, really good. I love David Tennant. And this lady, Olivia Coleman, plays his partner, D.S. Ellie Miller. She's really good. And now she's Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, what? Are we having a fun game this week? I think it's about game time. Unless anybody else has any other Alrighty. news. Alrighty. Any mm -hmm. other movie news? I don't have any news. Okay. okay. Alright. Angela has game. I what, do, what and do I'd like it's so it's a new game. It's called uh, Bad Song Lyric or Maddie Tweet or Maddie Text. I have a four year old by the name of Maddie who uses predictive text to send me text messages. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to read something, and you have to tell me whether it's a bad song lyric or a Maddie text. Hmm. Okay. What, what? If it's a... What? Hold on. I gotta put my phone down. Say that one more time. <laughs> so I'm going to... I'm going to read you uh, something, and you have to tell me whether it's a bad song lyric or a Maddie text. Okay. I think I can do this. So no the first one is, I'm not going to say anything, but I don't want to be this. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go. Is that the whole thing? It's the whole thing. Hmm. I don't want to say anything, but I don't want to be this. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a Maddie text. I'm going to say bad song lyric. I'm going with Maddie text. Oh, Joe, I'm sorry. That was a Maddie text. All right. <laughs> um, um, yay, me and Matt. It's too good to be a song lyric nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see a ghost. It's the <laughs> sight that I fear the most. Okay. Song lyric. It's got to be a bad song lyric. Yeah, song lyric. That is a song lyric. It rhymes. Who the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is what a lyric? What song is it? 
Um, it is. Hold on. I want to find yeah, it. I found it again. Like, how'd you find it? Kippa. What? World Music Award? That, no, it's good. it's Desiree Life. Mm. Of course. That of the person. Massachusetts Lifes. Hmm. <laughs> I get it. It's a famous family. Hmm. Mm. Um, they're cousins to the bees. <laughs> As in Cardi. Uh, mm. Mm. Saw a great meme over the, last, over the last week, and it was like uh, somebody Googled, how long does trash exist? And it said a thousand oh. years. And it says, how old is Cardi B? And it said 28 years. And it showed that the guy who was smoking pot crying face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. All right. Next one. Then I'll go to my parents, and then I can come get them. Then I can come get them. Um, uh, Maddie. <laughs> text? Yeah, Maddie text. Song lyric. That was a Maddie text. <laughs> you guys are killing it. I feel right. real phony when my name is Bill. <laughs> <laughs> song it's lyric. Song lyric. It's uh, Maddie text. That is a song lyric by it's Love, the Red Telephone. Of what? course it is. <laughs> of the Massachusetts Red Telephones. <laughs> yep. Why red? Why not yellow? Because it's an emergency, dumbass. I'd rather eat a piece of toast and watch the evening news. <laughs> song lyric? Song lyric? Song lyric. That was a song lyric. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. I don't. Ooh, song <laughs> says I that. I, I, I don't. Okay. I'll be there in your way to get to the house and then go get some. Maddie text. Maddie, Maddie text. text. That is a Maddie text. Aww. <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, old Yahoo answers where somebody said something like, it was really long, how do you ever have you gone to for we can get, do for like or something like that? And it made no sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very similar to that. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think I can take it. Song lyric. Song lyric. Song lyric. That is a song lyric. I think we're we're a... we're seeing through the cracks. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, for this last one, I'm just gonna read you the entire Maddie text because it's so ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Um, to the office, I will be there to see you soon. Love you. Bye bye. Love you. Bye. Love mom and dad. And I love you. Bye. Your birthday and how much you have to get with the app. And it was my first with my friends and I had a good day at the school and it's so fun to get it. (laughs) Did you say you are birthday? (laughs) Is Is your birthday? It's your birthday. The middle button. No, I think time. I think you are birthday is super fun. <laughs> you are birthday. 
You're just like staring at a calendar with your date circle that is your birthday, and you're telling it you are a birthday, <laughs> as if that somehow makes it so. You are a birthday. You are the calendar birthday. like folds in half. It's like yes, I am. Like a Harry Potter book. <laughs> you are a birthday. And tuck in your shirt, Scruffy. There you go. Ron Weasley. It's a howler. Okay, guys. Did everyone just go away? Hello? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello? Oh, okay. There's Matt. <laughs> oh, we're here. Uh, here. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I like Maddie text or bad song lyric. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to find different song lyrics. <laughs> Ones that don't rhyme. What you need to do is you need to play or say the song lyric into like uh, the voicemail on Google Voice and have it like auto-transcribe it. So that that's messed up oh, too. Oh, there you go. So you can say like Google Voice or Maddie Text. There we then, go. Then they'll both be jacked up. <laughs> like when uh, Paul F. Tompkins played uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s "I Have a Dream" speech into Google Voice, and then had Tim Meadows read it. Oh no. my and god! And then one of the lines was "Thank you, oppression." yeah it's a good time you can find that on youtube Hmm. that's a way back in the paul f tomcast days Hmm. so yeah guys um thanks for joining us this week this was a lot of fun and uh we missed you aaron but you'll be back next week to tell us about your amazing experience watching avatar that's only worth six and a half stars right i mean (laughs) unbelievable i mean the only (laughs) The only way that review makes sense is if it's out of five stars. <laughs> I give it a 6.5. 6. You know? It was amazing. Balls to the wall, action and excitement. Uh, Yeah, no thanks for me. Sorry. Yeah, I, give, I give a lot of respect to the filmmaking of it, especially, you know, even to Titanic, but both those movies suck. It is what it is. So join us next week, everyone, where we will talk about more a bull short and all that jazz. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe today. Maybe today. Oh, boy. If you can't tell, it's been a long week. I'm thankful mm. for you all. Oh, yeah. It's Thanksgiving's in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for you all, too. This is a lot of fun. Um... Even though we sound half asleep, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just been a long week, guys. It yeah. Has. There's no, no two ways around it. And uh, everyone should watch The Leftovers. And everyone should watch Atypical, I'm telling you. you okay. You should watch it. It's good. I'm not going to argue with that. I've heard it's really good. I heard the, the autistic boy is really good in it. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. He's got that going for it, which is nice. Gunga <laughs> <laughs> Galunga. I uh, don't. If I if I were you, Aaron, I wouldn't watch any more Lions games for the rest of the season. It looks mm. like Stafford's going to mm. be out for the whole season. Aww. He has broken bones in his back. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Yeah. Was he, he even playing well? He, yes. Mm. <laughs> yes, he, he was. He usually does. But... Well, you know, it is what it is. That's so um, sad. Yeah. Broken backbones. He's probably a lot less worried about that than he was about his wife, who had brain cancer. So, 
It's true. Oof. I definitely wouldn't uh, come Super back and play good. with broken backbones for the Detroit Lions. Nah. Oh, no. No. Um, if it was New England Patriots, maybe, you know, and I had that prestige going on. and hmm. Super Bowl to look forward to. You know, exactly. Doesn't want to uh, start his summer or his winter, I guess, early. Yeah. It is coming. I have spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. We watched, uh, you know what? I'll throw this out here while the outro music's playing. Because I was like, Nicola, Nicholas Nolte. Nicholas Nolte? Nick Nolte. <laughs> Nicholas. I was like, yeah, we watched two movies with him this weekend. The other one we watched was Angel Has Fallen. Oh, yeah. The the end of the trilogy for Gerard Butler's insane Secret Service agent. Uh, it's a lot better than the second one, and it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, but I think he's done. Painted himself into a weird corner. Mm-hmm. So, weird twist. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. No more uh, Aaron Eckhart. As president, it's Morgan Freeman now. So that's cool. But anyways, guys, hit us up at moviedummies at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing, how you're doing, what you're watching. Go to anchor.fm slash moviedummies and click on the leave a voice message link, and then you can uh, talk to us directly, just like A.A. Ron did. Yeah, it's good fun. Mm. So thanks for listening, everybody. As always, I'm Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. No AA round. You don't stop AA round! We'll stay fresh and you do too. You stay fresh, you friggin' cheese bags. Also, bye. 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 Bye, y'all. Bye.